I know I'm not the only person who has had homophobic neighbors speed past their house like this. Like, I keep everything nice and aesthetic outside. Like, what is the deal? I can't be the only person that's going through this. It's been consistent with most of the places that I've lived. And to me, it's like I grew up watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I just want it to be a beautiful day in my masculine neighborhood. Good people, good people. If you are listening to this podcast at this exact moment, uh, you have to subscribe. You have to rate. You have to review. Please, please. This podcast is something that is a passion of mine. I love doing it. I love coming here and talking to you all. But the only way that I know that you all enjoy it on the other end is if I'm able to get those reviews. Tell me how you like it. Rate it. One star to five star. Whatever you feel, please just take time to do that. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. If you don't know how to subscribe, rate, or review, um, I will leave a link in the description of this episode that you're able to click on, and it will take you directly to the page to do so. Um, Other than that, it's Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Y'all know I'm going to come to y'all on a Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday the 23rd. How are y'all? Like, I am in the middle of waiting for my divorce papers to be returned back to me. Um, it's nerve-wracking. I have two weeks um, for that to be complete. Um, I don't feel sad, I guess. I just feel just on edge on edge. This episode will bring y'all some fucking laughter. Laughter is something that we can never have too much of. Um, I love y'all and I'm going to keep keep coming to y'all with the serious topics, with the funny topics, trying to interweave both of them so that we can laugh our way to fucking healing because it's hard out here, man. It is hard out here. But y'all want to know what the fucking hardest thing is? When I'm just in my fucking garden trying to clip my green peppers and clip my my fucking jalapenos and I have a neighbor walk up to me asking for my card, like my card to do what? As if y'all ain't see me move my shit in here. Y'all haven't been seeing me get out, park my car, go to work, come home, like literally Hey, do you have a card? A card to fucking do what? Slap your entire lineage of ancestors? You coming over here asking me, do I have... Like, y'all don't understand. I I be trying to be calm, but y'all know, when I got married a few years back, I moved to the suburbs, right? And, And being from D.C. is something that you don't do, especially if the suburbs is Virginia. When you when you in D.C., you from D.C., you born and raised, it is a D.C. District of Columbia native rule. 
never move to Virginia. Anybody that says that they're from the DMV, I'm skeptical of them. I find that they don't know our Metro Rail by heart. There's a lot of things that come into being a native Washingtonian. But, you know, they say you risk it all for love. So, hey, I risk it all for love. And I fucking regretted it the day I, I did it. I remember all I could think about was it always be us. It always be our manly asses that be having to uproot our entire lives when we meet a female as if our lives don't fucking matter. We be the ones that have to move in and shit. Shit be wild, man. Like, my life matter too, ho. Now, I'm not gonna lie. The places that I have lived out here have been really nice. But it's almost like, you know, when you get real far to where you can't hear sirens, you know, you're not alarmed by gunshots because you just know that it's some white person somewhere that's hunting something. That that type of area comes with a lot of extra shit. First of all, there's no fucking sidewalks out here, so I can't go for a walk like a normal human being. Like, I see why why murders and shit happen out here. And crimes happen out here that be crazy because people can't even take a walk. They literally can't even walk the shit off. And here I go with my happy ass walking down the middle of the fucking street like... I think what be probably killing them the most, especially when I go for a walk in my neighborhood, is I wear the same brands that they wear. So I'll have on my 13 Runner Brooks sneakers, some nice running shorts, a hoodie, and a dad cap. They're just like, I don't even know what to think of this young man. He's so well put together for his walk. It's literally like sometimes I can feel they don't know whether to say hi to me or to be completely fucking perplexed. I mean, it's just a thing I find that, like, growing up in D.C., I was never taught or raised or made to feel less than a white person. Like, I had white friends, great. I didn't really socialize with a lot of them, but at the end of the day, they weren't, like, preppy, white, nose-in-the-sky type of people. You know, they were happy with being friends with people of color. You know what I'm saying? They they understood that their lives would be a lot easier if they would be our fucking friends, <laughs> for lack of better words. For me, I was, I was, I guess I was just raised in an environment where, to me, I was better than anyone that chose to be hateful or racist. I never really felt like I was inferior. Now, of course, I find that that was a tactic in the way that I was raised by the people that I was around. My grandparents marched in the 60s. They were uh, like real deal hippies back then. You know, my grandfather has been beat up by the police in the riots of the 60s. And I was raised to understand that I was not beneath any other race, that I was better, just as good, above, equal to um, and however I choose or chose to um, define this as an adult was my business, but that I was never beneath anybody. So I find that I take that wherever I go. Like I'm, I'm never beneath anybody. And I wake up and I go out into the world, even if it's a day where I'm not wanting to fucking interact with anybody. I take that with me wherever I go, which is why it's so confusing to me when people act like carpets ain't getting munched out in these areas like literally like I am the one that munches the carpets so like fucking relax 
Like, we have to be in places and spaces, too. But they literally will act like, no, this is the suburbs. Ain't no kittens getting licked out here. Yes, it is, actually. Yes, it is. And that's why out here in the local Walgreens, the housewives be ready to risk it all. Like, they be looking like, I spy carpet munchers. Like, for real. Like, that's not my fault, Earl. Barb been fucking looking at lesbian porn on Pornhub. You need to check her search history. I just came here to get me some fucking coconut water because Walgreens sell the big cartons. The Wawa sell the little cartons. I just came here to do my routine coconut water pickup. Probably why they be giving us shit in the neighborhoods. I think I think a lot of the homophobes and the racists, I think, I think they communicate on like a party line. Like legit, I think that they have their own fucking party line that they fucking communicate on and earl will tell johnny when barb and suzanne goes out to the fucking walgreens and then suzanne and motherfucking barb comes back all hot and bothered and sweaty because they didn't see me and my short gardener shorts and my motherfucking fitted hat and the tank top in there buying coconut water looking like a guatemalan gardener now they want to be a part of the fucking party I didn't say nothing to them. I I was just in there. They probably was attracted because I was using my coupons. They coupon. We have a lot of shit in common. But literally, man, like I be catching the third fucking degree. I be. And you know what I really think it is? I think that when us masculine lesbians move in with these femmes, they probably like, damn. Now she got a man over there living with her. Now we're going to have to explain when our family comes to do the cookout and we told them that it was only one black that lived on the street. Now there's two. We don't know if there's tits or a penis swinging over there. We have no idea what's going on. I think that it's because they already told their friends the certain amount of black people that live on their street that that's why they give me, I'm like the latecomer, like the last one to the party. It's just like, she already lived over there, but when you moved over there with her, you know what I'm saying? Now we have a problem because our friends are going to call us liars because we didn't update them on the black count or on the gay count, the black gay count, the gay black count. However the fuck you want to cut the goddamn cheese. Like, I really think that's what it is because I'd be getting a third degree. And it's like when I was married, she would be like, you know, chummy, chummy with the neighbors. And I'm just like, this is some weird ass shit because they love you so much. How come they don't like me? I'm not mean. I'm the one to come out here and cut the grass. I'm planting flowers. We we cutting down trees. You know, I'm baking goods and shit. Like literally, I am literally like, man, neighborhood local hero, neighborhood local hero. Like where I currently live, you know, uh, one of my neighbor's hands got stuck in her, her door, and I'm just like, okay. I was the only person that was outside at that point, and she was just like, oh, my gosh, excuse me, can you come help? I ran over and helped her, you know, like I'm giving out veggies and shit like that. I offered to cut one of the little boys that walked by who was having a bad day. I offered to cut his hair. Like, I'm literally the local neighborhood hero, the happiest manliest, feminine, antisocial, not wanting to go outside, turtle walking, sun feeling, grass clipping, tree trimming person you ever want to meet. I don't cause any problems. I, I make sure that I keep everything looking nice and neat. I have noticed, however, some of my neighbors doing stuff around their yard since they've seen me do it. 
And then I'll just stand at the edge of the street and I'll just have that real judgmental as fuck face going on. Like, look at you. You need to pull those damn weeds. This is what happens, though. Like, literally, they're examples of what happens when you give straight people homes and and you give them places to rent and shit. They They become too busy to upkeep it. But they're wondering why I have all this time on my hands. Like, these are the times that I have for myself. I be wanting to hit them so bad with the what a waste from do the right thing when the cops rolled past the three dudes sitting on the side and was like, what a waste. Because they were just hanging out there. I be wanting to do that to my neighbors so bad. But then I just be like, no, I can't do that. Can't. That's not going to be good. I have had so many I would call it a wet dream because it's sort of a fantasy. But I've had so many dreams of forking my neighbor's lawns, just forking their lawns, just going out there with a thousand box of plastic white forks and sticking them all in. Like, I'm literally going to aerate your lawn for the season. No worries. I'll take care of it since you asked me for my card and you thought that I was a landscaper. Like, literally, the night of it raining, go out there and put tissue late at night. Oh, man. Like... Y'all have no idea how many times I've thought about that. I mean, I'm not going to ever do it, but I think about it and it keeps me from like bubbling over with the shit that they be thinking and saying and the ways that they be portraying. It's just like y'all got one more time to tell your kid that they can't walk on this side of the street. And I hear you tell your kid that. First of all, your kid is ugly. I don't even want your kid breathing by my front yard. So for you to think that I want them walking on my side of the street, like, no, no, I don't. But what you're going to do is have some fucking courtesy to say that shit to her at the beginning of the fucking street. Not when I'm in my garden playing my Frankie Beverly and Mays and I can actually hear you tell her that bullshit. Okay. It'd be all rudeness and rumor until Tim's wife wants to come over and talk about gardening tips. Now everybody wants to be mad. Now everybody wants to say, oh, my goodness, why would she go over there and be seen with him or her or Shim? And then I didn't gave her so many fucking gardening tips that she don't need Tim's tip anymore. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it just be so crazy. It it it. It just be so crazy. This just be my thoughts, y'all. Y'all know I just got to come to y'all with my thoughts. Because where else am I going to take them? To therapy? Like, where else am I going to take these thoughts? Like, it would be literally a waste of time me saying this shit to a therapist. Because they would think that it's jokes. Like, this is real fucking life. These are my thoughts. This is the shit that I got to fucking contend with and deal with every single day. I've always been someone that speaks to people when they pass, you know, that waves to people as they're coming out of their houses. I mean, maybe my mindset is just too normal for the world that we live in. I, you know you know what? I think that actually might be it. I think that the way that I see the world and the way that I see myself in the world is too normal for what the fuck the world actually is. Because to me, it's just like I wake up put on my pants like everybody else. I go out, wave, check my mailbox, come in the house, I go to work. You know, I'm at work. I'm doing great. I'm pleasant. I'm polite to everybody. A lot of people, for some reason, it's like they expect me to be an asshole. And no, I'm just funny. Like, I can't do both. I, I really don't wish to do both. Um, The way my asshole 
persona is set up, a lot of people's feelings will be hurt. So I just choose to just to be funny and, and be me, because if I was an asshole, a lot of people would would not like me. So I just try to just be pleasant. But but maybe the examples that I've seen from my predecessors and the people that came before me to set to set good examples, pleasant examples, you know, turning the other cheek, being respectful, greeting people when you see them, you know, sharing with thy neighbor. Maybe that's really not the world we live in. Well, no, that isn't the world that we live in. But maybe I need to change my mindset. Maybe I need to embrace the things that I really think and just don't act on them, but just really be more aware of like, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to speak to anybody today. I really just don't fucking want to. I don't want to be the nice person that's defying the stereotypes every single day. I don't want to be that. And maybe if I show up like they expect me to, maybe they'll start to act right. Because I think that they expect me to like be outside, like swinging a jackhammer in flannel in the middle of summer like first of all that sounds sociopathic and schizophrenic I'm only you know maybe a third of those things in winter so summertime you're not going to really get that but it's just like wow like that's what you expect from me it's just really weird I don't know but I think that I actually may need to do some journaling about changing my mindset about a beautiful day in my masculine neighborhood because I think that that's probably why I really like fucking going outside. Um, I don't. I do not like going outside anymore. It just be too much extra shit. Like, have y'all ever felt that? It just be way too much shit going on outside for us to be out there because it's like we already know people going to be looking at us crazy as if we don't need to buy groceries. We don't need to go to the CVS. We don't need to get gas. Kids will look at us as if we don't need to breathe. And it's just like, you're three. Why are you staring at me? You're like knee height to be kicked. Either way, like a lot of the things that we have to encounter are already stressful things, are already things that literally make my fucking blood pressure rise. So, yeah, like when I think about outside, like lately, I have been trying to do everything that I need to do on one day so that I'm able to be inside the rest of those days. And when I say that it's been working, but it also has been doing somewhat of an adverse effect because now when I have to go outside or even to just walk to check my mailbox, I'm just like looking out the window like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it because somebody's going to get fucking smacked. By the time I get back here, like it just be so crazy, man. Like, but maybe I really do need to change my mindset because the world that we live in doesn't really want me to show up being my normal self. Cause like, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all listen to this shit. Y'all know I'm normal, but like, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy, man. If y'all can relate, send me a message. Let me know. I'm not by myself. Am I by myself? Let me know. Like, I want to know, is it just me and my crazy ass? 202-780-9953. Be sure to follow us on your socials. 
at Upright with Eve on Twitter and on Instagram. Look, I'm doing a virtual happy hour for all masculine center individuals, AGs, butches, studs, doms, you name it. We all need to be there, okay? October 2nd at 7 p.m. Y'all need to text me if you want the link. Send me a DM if you want the link. Send me a message. Let me know that you want to be there. You're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be live music. I'm taking music requests. We playing games. We asking questions. We having good-ass convo. And, of course, it is BYOL. It will be via Zoom. But trust me, it's not going to be like no other Zoom you've set in on. You don't want to miss it. Follow me. Text me. Let me know if you're trying to be in attendance. There may be more in the future, but trust me, the first one, the first kickoff, y'all ain't going to want to miss this. I love y'all. I will continue to love y'all, and I will continue to normalize the presence, the beauty, and the wholeness of the masculine, female, heart, and mind. Much love until next time. Peace. <laughs>